welcome to CX Today. My name is Charlie and today I'm delighted to be joined by Dave Michaels, Lead Analyst at TalkingPoints.com. Dave, it's great to have you join us. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. Well, it's absolutely, um, it's, yeah, it's wonderful to have you with us. It's a, uh, it's a very exciting topic that we're going to be talking about. It's kind of been murmurs of this uh, on the precipice of the contact center uh, space with Microsoft going to go all in, uh, in and kind of create this, uh, this CCAS solution, which it now has. Uh, I think my first question to you has got to be kind of, what are your impressions of this new Microsoft digital contact center platform solution? It, it's kind of hard to have an impression. Uh, it, it's it's uh, more of a mystery or a puzzle. Uh, we're trying to trying to figure out what exactly was announced, and I, I don't know if we even know the answer yet. The uh, uh, it wasn't it wasn't typical Microsoft to be honest. Uh, it they didn't really brief many of the analysts. Uh, I, I, I've only know of, know of uh, one person that got briefed. Um, uh, they didn't. They announced it at Inspire, not not uh, an IT or developer conference or a contact center conference. Uh, they didn't do much fanfare. There was no press release. I, there hasn't really been any communication. So, and it's really a quiet time of year. Everyone's on uh, summer vacation. So, very unusual announcement actually coming out of Microsoft. And and it's not quite the announcement we've been waiting for, right? We're all kind of waiting for is Teams going to be a a CCAS story, the UCAS-CCAS combo. Everyone's kind of waiting for that to happen. They're not quite there yet. They're dancing around it. They've got teams kind of in here somewhere. How it's integrated, if it's integrated, isn't really explained. It really seems to be a Dynamics story, uh, or the Microsoft Dynamics. Uh, a few months back, they announced Contact Center for Microsoft Dynamics, not for Teams. Uh, so more like Salesforce announcing a contact center for Salesforce. Um, but so it's in the CRM space. Now, clearly the intent would be to bring it, bring it more into UCAS. I think everyone's kind of waiting for that to happen, but not yet. Instead, they're talking about the uh, Azure Communication Services or ACS, which are the APIs that power Teams. So it's kind of, it's kind of a mystery. How close is this to Teams? How close is it to uh, Dynamics? Uh, they, they've, taught, they've got uh, the Power BI platform in here, and the, the 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 main star of the announcement is their Nuance acquisition, and Nuance, great conversational AI platform. Uh, we've known them for years. Got acquired by Microsoft last year, but when it got acquired, it was all about healthcare. It was all about healthcare, and Nuance kind of disappeared from conversation, uh, lack of a better term. And so it's kind of, a, you know, hey, welcome back. It's, it's great to see Nuance back. And, and so it's kind of what exactly is here, it's not quite clear. And even the Nuance part of it is the new part of Nuance that we didn't really know before the acquisition. So it's, it's quite a few pieces here uh, that are coming together and we're not quite sure how. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting that you say that because obviously in the announcement there was reference to teams of Power BI and Nuance, as you say, but the the more kind of the details of how they'll work together and in what capacity each of those platforms will be embedded, as you say, is kind of is a little bit of a mystery um, right now. Um, so it makes my next question a bit tricky to ask you because I was going to ask kind of what 
what are the kind of capabilities that impress you most? I guess it's quite difficult to say, but can you have a stab at it? It, it is. Uh, if, you, if you look at what they've announced on their landing page, it's nuance, 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 nuance. And so it's a, it, it, this is a really a nuance coming out party. Um, so nuance had a great uh, technology stack before. We recognize them, you know, I, I run the uh, Innovation Showcase every year. Uh, we recognize them, I don't remember how long back it was, but it, they had a, a beautiful biometric uh, voice ID so you can avoid your mother's uh, maiden name type of thing. Um, and so Nuance is a great company, great stack, um, but they were kind of changing their technology right during this acquisition. So this is their new technology. So it's a little bit, you know, unproven, but I suspect it's the next generation. So it should be, it should be pretty good, um, and uh, a great conversational AI platform. Now, now, there's a lot of confusion in the contact center space right now. It's just that CCW week a few weeks ago. Uh, you know, Enterprise Connect. Any any conversation you have with a contact center vendor right now, it takes approximately thirty, maybe forty five seconds until you're talking AI. And it's pretty easy to con conclude that the contact center is all about AI. Um, that's kind of true, assuming you've got call routing nailed and figured out. And, and so when Microsoft's calling this a digital contact center, that, it's not even clear what it really is, because sometimes we use digital contact center to describe everything but voice and telephony, but then they already announced that they had a kind of an entry level contact center for Dynamics, so maybe it's with voice and telephony already complete, or they mentioned in their press release they have their partnerships with companies like um, Genesis and NICE, uh, and so maybe it's really meant to work with those more. It's a little bit unclear, but the thing is, like you take NICE, for example, NICE has some great conversational AI technology, and they also work with Amelia, which is like one of the top-rated conversational AI companies, and so uh, higher rated than nuance. So if you're a nice customer, uh, it's not clear. You know, maybe maybe if you're a nice customer and a Dynamics customer and a Teams customer uh, and a Microsoft 365 customer, maybe then this is going to look pretty attractive to you. Uh, but if you're looking for just a conversational AI piece, you might want to look at Nice and Amelia, for example. It, it's not really quite clear what's going to stand out in this stack. Um, now that said. It's clearly, you know, just announced. It's going to get better, and that's the way Microsoft tends to work. I mean, you look at Teams when it was first announced; it was pretty bare bones and simple, and was lacking a lot of really core important features, which it ended up getting over the next few years. And so, this is a starting point. So, really, what Microsoft's announced is their vision and intent, and now we have to see where they're going to go. Yeah, yeah, I think that's lots of very interesting uh, points there. It's kind of they do have lots of good building blocks together, but you know, as you say, we don't really know uh, their capacity. I think the Nice and Amelia example was really was really a fascinating one, uh, to everybody kind of getting to grips uh, with this situation. Um, yeah, lots of really interesting stuff. But I just want to take a step back for a moment and kind of just look at the overall CCAS space currently. Uh, Microsoft. Do you think Microsoft's entrance, obviously being kind of such a big player, will, will help to shake it up quite a bit? Uh, this particular announcement, I don't think will shake it up. But again, they've announced their vision and intent. And when Teams and Teams's role becomes more clear in this puzzle, absolutely. Now, the CCAS space is, you know, as you know, 
on fire, right? We, and we're still adding, we're not even in consolidation mode yet. We're still adding providers. We just added uh, 7 by 24 just recently. Uh, we had Zendesk, we added Zoom. We're still, all these vendors are still coming out of the woodwork saying, hey, we're a CCAS vendor. And so now Microsoft's come out and said, well, hey, we're a CCAS provider. So, so the space is still growing. We're gonna hit a consolidation phase here any minute. I've been forecasting it for the past six months, but we keep on adding new vendors. But any minute, it's going to happen. Now we're going to start. We're going to start consolidating. Um, now the Microsoft play here is a little different because Microsoft's a um, giant cloud company, a, giant, a hyperscaler, and and so the, if you look at what Microsoft and Google and Amazon are doing, that's a kind of a different different um, story than the whole CCAS space, right? So so. Both Google and Amazon have a contact center solution. In Amazon's case, it's Amazon Connect, and Google just announced uh, last March a partnership with UJet. So they have a contact center engine and solution. They also, of course, have their AI stacks, and, and both companies are known for their AI stacks. So Google's got CCAI, and um, Amazon's got Lex and, and uh, the Chime SDK uh, uh, CPaaS services that bring it all together. And so now Microsoft's basically saying, hey, we've got a little bit of a CCAS that we previously announced, and now we've got Nuance, which is a pretty good conversational AI solution. And so now the question is, how are these all going to fit together? So one of the big challenges, for example, uh, we use a lot of uh, uh, chatbots. Uh, you, you want the chatbot to do self-service and solve all the problems, and that's great, but sometimes they don't, and you have to get to an agent. That handoff from the chatbot to the agent can be a little tricky. And that's something that the other vendors have worked really hard at perfecting. I've got no idea what Microsoft's up to here now. We've got brand new Nuance. We've got their own CCAS. We've got NICE. We've got Genesis. It's, there's, there's a lot of moving parts here going on. And so they've, they're going to have to establish and prove themselves before we can really evaluate that. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's particularly interesting as well how you're comparing it to uh, different uh, vendors within the space in terms of uh, Google's. I know you've written an article for us at CX today on the entrance of Google into the uh, CCAS space. Also uh, mentioned names like, such as Zendesk and Zoom. How do you think overall in terms of overall capabilities? I, I know it's quite difficult as you say, it's kind of a kind of wait and see situation with a lot of this stuff. Um, how do you feel that Microsoft kind of compares against these other recent entrants into the CCAS? Well, I, 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 like I said earlier, this is this is a uh, this, the the contact center is incredibly complicated. It is really complicated, and it's going to take companies like Zoom, who are you know Zoom is one of the most the fastest innovative company I know in the space. When they when they came out with Zoom Phone, people said you know they'll never catch up, and they just you know boom within a year. Had it in you know global global offer and 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 a lot of subscribers. Uh, Zoom announced Contact Center. Uh, I think it was late last year, right, right around the end of the year, and you know it still hasn't kicked in yet. And so I expect it will. But this is Contact Centers are really really complicated. Uh, companies like Five Nine and Nice have been doing this for you know decades, uh, and and it's going to take Microsoft time. Most companies do acquisitions. In fact, Genesis. Uh, you know, they acquired interactive intelligence to get to jumpstart their story. And so most of these companies are doing acquisitions and, and Microsoft's going to try to build this from scratch. It's going to take them some time. It's going to take them a lot of time. Now, Microsoft is a big company. And when they decide to do something, 
Um, you know, it's like those James Bond movies where they open the door and there's all these guys doing Kung Fu or something. But they're all developers, you know. And so they've, they've got an army of people out there. When they would decide to do something, they'll do something. And, and, and they did that with teams. And so, but, it, but teams has taken years. And so I, I think that, that uh, Microsoft's really, this is really more about intent. I think the next shoe to drop is going to be where Teams fits in this more clearly. And uh, also where Microsoft 365 fits in this more clearly, um, because that's primary path to market. You know, we're already subscribing to, to Microsoft 365, so let's adopt Teams. So will this fit into that? Because they haven't done that with telephony, for example. So uh, lots of lots of questions, but it, it'll definitely, as it matures and as Microsoft does its thing, like they always do, it will definitely shake up the space. And I said, there's going to be a big consolidation. And uh, I don't know when that's going to occur. Any minute now, I'm expecting it. But there's going to be a consolidation occurring. And with Microsoft in, in the room, it's going to be a bigger consolidation. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be a very interesting path into the future, for sure. I think, as you said, the, 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 we were all expecting, as you said, the kind of Teams, uh, CCAS kind of merger from uh, Microsoft. I'm sure that's to come also. Maybe the Power BI. Um, was uh, is also another interesting angle to add into the mix, and then as you said, a lot of it's currently on nuance. There's a lot of building blocks, uh, great building blocks that Microsoft has to play. It's just kind of building those into one coherent solution, I suppose. But yeah, um, Dave, I could speak to you for ages about all this stuff. Lots of really interesting insight that you've uh, shared with us. So thank you very much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yes, and thank you for everybody for watching too. Bye for now.